0: Hey, Martyr.
1: Oh my god, hi.
0: Listeners want to know, what's going on with your love life?
1: Oh my god, don't get me started. These apps have me going crazy. I'm on there for hours, but I can't seem to find a date.
0: Have you heard of Motto? Motto is the new, no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people.
1: Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with the bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish after catfish, and I feel like I'm always scrolling the grid.
0: Well, on Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense.
1: I love that. Sounds like my kind of app.
0: Get Motto today by going to the link in this episode's description or use invite code ZV. OGS when signing up. That's ZVOGS when signing up.
1: Ooh, I think I will. Motto gay and queer hookups without the nonsense.
0: Wig, did you just say Wig? Wig, okay.
1: flying oh hi kids hello gorgeous um mm. things have been happening i'm sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably
1: probably <laughs> things are constantly happening
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> um well i'm art here
0: i'm c tepper
1: and this is
0: Wigging Wigging out.
1: Out. um who are we doing today, Caitlin? Who are we talking to?
0: So we're going back to Kentucky because we hey. had Gilda, Gilda Wabbit on a long time ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was that long ago.
0: It was last year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got me there.
0: Yeah. We have Corabel Bundy Jolie. Yay.
1: Welcome,
2: welcome. Oh, hello, hello. Or should I say, howdy, y'all? Uh,
0: yeah. Howdy,
1: y'all. I love
0: we love I our did. Southern queens.
1: Oh, uh, we do, we do. I, except the Floridian ones, they, I can. I,
0: Why? <laughs>
1: they know what they did.
0: <laughs> are you talking about yourself? Yeah, mostly okay. just me. Yeah. Okay. She's from Florida. <laughs> no.
1: Not you. I'm sorry. We forgive. Thank her. you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, where are you from originally? Are you originally from Kentucky?
2: I am. I grew up in a small town right outside of Louisville, and it's actually called Finchville. I mean, I wish it would have been another big bird, but, you know, it had to have been a finch. But (laughs) I uh, grew up there and um, was in a very... Very conservative family, Ugh. and went to a uh, Christian school, private Christian school, and lived the basic, straight, like, oh, I'm not gay. I don't like greens. I don't like to wear women's clothes. <laughs> what? And um, yeah. But uh, where I was so close to Louisville, Louisville had a lot of, you know, options and opportunities for me to, well, create some mischief and create myself.
0: <laughs> did you come out like later in life or?
2: I did. Oh, God. I'll never forget the day that my parents found in the history file back whenever you had to listen to all Connect. Um, Lord, honey, the... um the little, the pictures of the, the peepees, <laughs> Google Images, and was Google Images a thing back Lord, honey, I don't know, it was something, I don't
0: know, all oh. I know
2: is my little perverted ass found through MySpace somehow, porn, and I was, you know, yeah, so they had known, but, um, okay, I finally, Officially came out whenever you know I'd gotten out of high school and um, started doing my own thing in college I Good Old Morehead, Morehead State University. Have y'all ever heard of it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, with a name like Morehead, we are. All- <laughs> so
1: I know. was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I w- I would hope you were known for your head at Morehead, but you go, funny.
2: Always there, girl, nesting, ready to perch on some
1: heads. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, going from that, um, how did you get into the drag scene, or how did drag into your life?
2: Well, I was, well, I don't want to say was, because I still am a musical theater kid, and so I had always done theater. If it was like a church play, to like a school play. And then I started getting involved in community theater. And then Drag Race came out uh, came out a long, long time ago. And I started seeing some queens. Um, oh God, I don't want to show my age. Uh, started seeing some queens and uh, then that's whenever um, I found connection it was a nightclub in Louisville that uh, that's where like Trinity got her start trying the Tuck Taylor um, Eureka was there I'm trying to think of other a lot of people Sasha Colby's been through there like I mean it was the place to be but it's been since tore down oh, may she rest in peace um, paved paradise and put up a parking lot but yeah um, <laughs> but now there's play. And Mm -hmm. so um, play opened. And um, that's whenever I started dabbling in the drag, like with the open stage nights and Lord, honey, she came out looking a mess there in the very beginning. But like, it was such a great opportunity to, you know, come out and try. And then it's like, if I would never have took that leap, then I would never have been, I am i wouldn't be where I am now, so.
0: How did you come up with your current drag name?
2: So I always said, well, my father was a serial killer and my mother was a famous Broadway actress, so every time I'm on stage, I kill it, but... <laughs> My original inspiration was a Kentucky native, Miss Laura Bell Bundy.
0: Oh, of course. Ms. I never made that connection.
2: <laughs> and she, like, I absolutely, I have been obsessed with her ever since I was a kid. And, like, I mean, Hairspray, um, the song Getting On Up is, the like, one of my staples that I always perform. Like, I love it. I just I love her. <laughs> i'm I'm just obsessed with her. And, um, then her whole legally blonde moment was phenomenal. Gosh, she's just amazing. And then, um, I was like, you know what? My other name, boy name, ulterior name, whatever you want to call it dead name uh because I like Corbell a lot more but Corey so I was like Cora and then Laura and then Cora Bell Bundy and then the Jolie came uh with my mother Miss Jay Jolie who was on um drag race season five and Dragula
1: so yes.
0: yeah we'll uh, talk to... a little bit more about her a yeah
1: <laughs> a dynasty okay so Caitlin worded this as current drag name. Did you have prior drag name?
0: Well, I figured Jolie was added later. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, Jolie
2: okay. was added. And then um, I became Corabel BJ. Like Bundy Jolie. But I'm Corbel Bundy Jolie. Or Corabel BJ if you're nasty. Oh.
1: <laughs> Moorhead, right? Yeah. I mean, it's
2: <laughs> all roads. I mean, they say the roads are in West Virginia. But all roads lead back to Moorhead, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Lordy Davis girl, that's where Kim Davis is from. You know, that crazy, oh, yeah. all the riots with the gay marriage, mm-hmm. queen oh, Lord. <laughs> that old chestnut, honey, that old chestnut. Anyway,
1: <laughs> um, I hope she knows she's a queer icon for all the wrong reasons, but
2: correct. And I hope she is doing well. I hope she is living her best life watching a you know, will of fortune and any her So,
1: bless, bless her heart. Bless her heart. Um, So besides Moorhead, um, how would you describe your performance style?
2: (laughs) So obviously, um, I am the corny, horny camp counselor. And I say, or like sometimes we leave out horny because it gets a little, you know, we want to be age appropriate. But um, I, you know, do a lot of advocacy for mental health. In my day job, and so um, I like to be campy and corny in you know my performances, but I also like to be my genuine self and promote you know mental health awareness, and um, you know bringing issues to the stage or bringing characters to the stage to make people laugh, to make people smile, to make people you know have a an outlet pretty much because, you know, we go through so many things in the world and I feel like drag has helped me become the person that I, um, have always been searching for. And so I want to be able to take my performances and give people an outlet, a place where they can come, let loose and know that when BJ BJ's on stage, they're going to have a good time. So,
0: I feel like you do a lot of unusual performances. <laughs> what could someone expect at a typical like corbel number? Oh god.
2: <laughs> god. Well, she does get a little raunchy. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but, you know, I how should we put this? It's almost <laughs> like whenever you pull up to a McDonald's drive through and you're like, I want the McRib with extra McRib sauce. And you know it's going to be so good and so right, but you just don't know how messy it's going to get. <laughs> And I I say that leading to like one of my staple pieces is the everybody, um, Carla, the McRib lady from YouTube. Uh, I actually, uh, my drug mom and uh, play held a competition and um, I won with that. And it was, uh, it's one of my staple uh, numbers. The, what is it? Excuse me, bitch. I love uh, that video. Lord I, have, Buck mcdonald's on dorset not all the other ones i like all the other
1: ones <laughs> um so the last question of this section um you mentioned your drag mother um miss j julie um how is it watching her on drag race and dragula
2: amazing like i am so motivated and i'm empowered you know, watching her. And I know a lot of her backstory and, you know, like the adversity that she has been through. And um there was a time, you know, too, where I dropped off and I I took a little break and I had to for my mental health. And, you know, things are um not always what they seem, but people a lot of people tend to forget that. Cause you know, when you're on TV Like it's they only see that one side of you and but just knowing where she's come from and like how far she continues to push herself it just it amazes me and she's thriving out there in Vegas honey Lord she's thriving the garden and then her little DJ sets. T Swift honey. Mm. Was it
0: crazy seeing her with Taylor Swift.
2: Oh, God, it was everything. It was everything. <laughs> and it was like, finally, because she deserves that. You know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like sometimes, you know, we're our own worst enemies. And we can be so hard on ourselves. And we don't always, you know, give ourselves the um, the validation that we need. And I want to like, and I know she's probably gonna listen to this, but uh, I just want to say like, I'm fucking proud of her. And I am so proud of like the, well, I say the woman, but like the drag queen and like just the person that she's become and like how happy she is, you know, like she's a person that just goes to show you, like you, you take and you make what drag race and tv gives you like your own you know what i mean and she has literally made it her own and there's nothing and no one like her so Uh,
0: i have another question (laughs) okay (laughs) um you go first and i'll do more
1: well i was just curious um how long she's been your drag mother
2: so there have been some ups and downs, like you know, uh, with, uh, like, drag and um, everything. But we first met back in. I first saw her perform. I want to say, Lord, honey, this is. It's been it's been about eight years. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Shit.
2: And then now five years of those, I took a mental health break and I was Mm. in my, it was like, where in the world is Corbell BJ? Mm -hmm. But, you know, but now she's back. And, um, that's the thing, like, I will say too, with her, she is one of the most understanding people and, you know, like, I can't wait until she gets on to, uh, what is it? Titans. Or all stars, like somebody bring her back. She needs mm-hmm. another, she needs another chance. Cause like, you know, I was taught, what was it? I was watching um well rewatching season one of Down Under. And they were talking to who was it? Um, Electra Shock and they were like, you know, you just need to grow and like you should be thankful for like what you've done and how far you've gotten and well, honey, my mother has grown and she is she's ready. Like I bring bring her back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um she also has a lot of drag kids, like
2: more children.
0: <laughs> What's it like having so many sisters? <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. It's a big drag family.
2: <laughs> sometimes sometimes I feel like it's like looking at the Passover dinner. And you're like, hmm. How in the world did we get so many people at this table? Of so many different backgrounds and like drag styles, and it's like I poke fun, but I absolutely love it. I think it's I it I think it's pretty iconic in a way because sometimes you know how drag mothers always try to fit their drag children into like their mold and make them pretty much an exact replica of them. I feel like if you look at me and Jade and Natalia and Alistair and um Jaja and Bev like I mean and so on like the list goes on and on and on but I mean if you look at all of us we're all different. We all have our own unique style and I think that's what makes us so you know unique as a drag family. But we're also spread out too. <laughs> I will
0: say that. Where where is everybody?
2: So me and Natalia and Alistair and Rita uh, Delanova are all in Lexington, and then we have Jaja and Beverly in Louisville, and um. And I can't remember. I love all of my sisters. Stuff.
0: You have so many.
2: I have so, so many. many. <laughs> it's like Noah's Ark. <laughs> they go out two by two. Oh
1: and my god! women, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should take our first break. A little break. <laughs> um, we'll be right back, kids. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I know wig. I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. <laughs> I am ready for my wig to go flying.
1: And we're back oh, to the the middle section.
0: Wow! I don't know. How exciting! I know the middle section. <laughs> the is this your? Section.
1: Is this? Oh, do you have a favorite section, Caitlin? Do you know my favorite section?
0: I know your favorite section. Your section yeah. is not even an actual section. It's just one question.
1: Oh yeah, but I like the the wrap up because it's like <laughs> let's look towards the future.
0: I guess the middle section is probably the most most interesting section.
1: It's the juicy one. Yes. Yeah. it's
0: Where we get we get deep. The deep. <laughs> we don't get that deep.
1: No. Um. <laughs> Um, so how did you develop your sense of comedy?
2: Well, (laughs) trauma,
1: (laughs) I know that
2: that sounds cliche or whatever, but, you know, there have been so many times in my life where I've had to laugh about a situation or I've had to, you know, um, Lord, honey, this is. This is intense. Y'all caught me off guard. Um, where you, I don't know, sometimes you're just looking for an outlet and you're looking for a place to go and have fun and let loose and be accepted. And I was always the bigger kid. I was always bullied. And I found the way to uh, make everybody um, happy was to be funny and to laugh. And um it was actually kind of like a uh uh what's it called? I should know this, a coping mechanism too, like, you know, and a safe a safe thing because if you made somebody laugh, they were less likely to bully you and they would like you more because you know, I don't know. <laughs> but and then I also looked at great uh inspirations uh like I love Angela Lansbury like I'm a like when I say musical theater junkie I'm a musical theater junkie like Angela Lansbury oh god Barbara Streisand oh god like um then I also look at um Helena Bonham Carter, I absolutely love her. The way she can be so stoic at times, but yet so funny is hilarious to me. Um, Like, I like to look at oddballs too. Like people that, I guess you wouldn't find funny, but I always found funny. Like the pastor at church, <laughs> you, you know? know? Like it's just reading into people and trying to find a way to laugh about negative situations pretty much this is how I formed all of my comedy. <laughs> I know it's not the best, but
0: I mean, I feel like a lot of people have similar backgrounds who get into like, yeah, comedic I performances. I think it's like yeah. normal
1: you yeah. I. <laughs>
0: Am uh, I the trauma? Is it, am <laughs> I the trauma? <laughs> I <laughs> hope Martier could have a like a co-trauma show. I think
1: I I want to be the source of someone's trauma for sure, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who says you aren't? Oh, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> it is Lordy? Uh, we talked a little bit about this in the last question. So you do a lot of like impersonations with your numbers <laughs> and your looks. Um, what's important when like impersonating a famous person? Cause I feel like so many drag queens, especially with Snatch Game, really struggle with that.
2: Making it your own. Like, and that's the thing that I think, especially like girl, you hit it right on the head. Is you know they're trying so hard to embody the character when they're not even remembering how they themselves would embody the character you know and it's it's like okay miss Trenchbull. whenever i do miss Trenchbull, i'm actually getting ready to bring her back there's a, a big convention the uh, north american bear convention is going to be in town in a couple of weeks and then um no it would have been in town but you can edit this out Sorry, it's fine it's
0: fine New but... yorkers won't know <laughs> yeah
2: you're fine and so, anyway, they, um, you know, so I'm bringing back Miss Um, but it's like, you know, picking up on a few key aspects of the character, but then, like, like I like to grab my crotch a lot. Okay, I, I swear, I wash, I. I am a hygienic person. I I don't have any lice, but I, I grab my crotch a lot during my performances. And like, I just think it's very empowering when Miss Trunchbull grabs her crotch. Or like when Myrtle Snow, like, does a, a, a light titty touch, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, make it your own. And like, what is it? Lucy LaDuca, fabulous. Fabu, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Like, that's what it is. Like, still being true to you, even though you're representing somebody
1: else.
0: That's good advice.
1: Yeah. Do you have a favorite impersonation? You do? (laughs)
0: Well,
1: I mean, I really do like
2: Carla. Carla is, she's the, excuse me, bitch, lady, the, um, libby higgins go follow her everybody she's amazing <laughs> um i love her Myrtle snow is really good i will say that um i do love my annie wilkes misery like that's a good one like and that's a fun one because i do like this mix where i have some spoken word and it's very basic bitch and it does the um i'm in the business of misery misery business paramour. Mm-hmm. and uh what is it sledgehammer but like but the way i be working that sledgehammer you know like it really gets the children going and <laughs> let me just tell you let me just tell you they live so that's probably one of my favorites
0: genius watch oh. out watch out bag of chips oh she did a good job though oh
2: god, oh, <laughs> god i love her <laughs>
0: um Um, so we talked about a little bit you used to perform a lot at playhouse bar what was that like
2: Mm -hmm. yeah because I love like I love play it's amazing and um the atmosphere there is it's wild you know because I don't know like I feel like once you you're finally able to perform at an establishment like that, that is like the top of the top in the city, si- like a big city, you know, it's, it can be intimidating, but yet, I mean, I keep saying empowering, empowering, because it's like, everybody knows my name. Like everybody, like the name on everybody's lips is going to be Corbel BJ, you know? And it's, I don't know, and to be able to perform with like drag race girls and, you know, I mean, and not even drag race girls, let's see, let's talk about like legends, you know, like Carmela Marcella Garcia, oh my gosh, absolutely stunning. Uh, Chelsea Pearl. oh my God, phenomenal. Like, you know, it's it's being able to be that exposure that you get, you know, is just awesome. I, I also
0: feel like their production quality is just really high. Oh,
2: yes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you almost kind of feel like you're at a concert. And sometimes when they get them strobe lights going and you've had a couple couple drinks and you're like, oh, yeah. I can totally rave. Give me a glow stick. I'll get out there. I'll twerk.
1: I'll pop. It, I'll drop it.
2: No, I probably won't. But, you know, it'll be a good time. <laughs>
0: Do you have any like favorite Drag Race girls that ever came through?
2: Let's see here. Because I've
0: watched many a Drag Race perform, like performer, on YouTube. Because there's oh. great videos ah, on.
2: that you have, girl. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Morgan McMichaels. Let me tell you, Morgan McMichaels <laughs> is phenomenal. Like I think she's she's stunning. Um, Violet Chachki is another great one. Like, and to actually see them in person is just, I don't know, like, mind-boggling to me, you know? And then, well, we just, um, let's see, had India Farah, just um, worked with her not too long ago. Absolutely amazing. I don't know who... Oh, I know. My all time favorite is my mother, of course. Of Jay
0: course. Lee. I love her. <laughs> well, that was like her home bar for a hot minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Well, going from, I guess, a state of the art venue to Kentucky's oldest gay bar, uh, what's it like working at the bar complex?
2: It's amazing. Like, you know, it's still, even though. I'm not at, like, a big, big bar. Like, it's not, like, a big, big, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: club, I should
1: say. Is it, like, a dive bar? Sort of,
2: kind of, but it's so cute and it's so quaint. And the um, dance floor upstairs was made by the original Studio uh, 54. um, Oh, shit. uh, Designer. And so it has all of the original, like... Uh, lighting and like wow. the strobes and everything so it's it's really cool and it's I don't know it's very historic and to know like all of the people that have graced that stage over the years and to know like how many people have fought to keep that establishment open since back in the day like it's just I don't know it's it's phenomenal and I love it
0: uh, what type of shows do they have there typically?
2: So we have our typical like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night shows and um their uh, Thursdays are the nights that we do, you know, um are like open stage, like open stage performers can come and um, perform and then Friday and Saturday is whenever, you know, we'll have guests and stuff like that. But, you know, we still do productions. Um, we still do, even though it's smaller, uh, we still do a full show. And it's like, you're still going to get the bang for your buck. And um, some of these girls are, I don't want to say some of these girls, all of these girls are, you know, a pleasure to work with. And even though I'm older, I continually grow, like, you know, and it's just, it's fun too to be able to see (laughs) how much drag has changed, like, especially in, like, the little time that I've been gone, and, you know, um, Lord, honey, I was red the other night for wearing 301 lashes, and I said, 301 lashes used to be superb. I don't know what you're talking about. I would wear seven on my eyes at one time. And they would say, look, guess what? It's probably going to be a cold, cold winter because they look like the woolly worms, you know. Um, but I loved it. You know, and it's <laughs> like I'm learning the tricks from these new girls.
0: <laughs> they don't wear 301s. I'm questioning them. <laughs> oh, my God. No, they wear, uh, they wear bigger or they wear smaller.
2: What it, These little pussy lashes I guess uh, And it's like I mean mm. some of them are cute or whatever But girl you know I always be tailoring my stuff honey.
0: Nah, We gotta <laughs> go big It's drag
1: Right and it's like Just a little something <laughs> yeah, so. Just a little Just a little chapstick and mascara
0: You know uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um. So what is like the overall like Kentucky drag scene like is it like very pageant heavy or is it like really bar heavy?
2: Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Yeah. Um, it's it's very bar heavy. It's okay. very bar. Um and then, you know, uh we have our brunches that we do like to brunch here in Kentucky, of course. Um then uh, you know, we also have <laughs> Why am I trying to make it sound better than it
0: is?
2: (laughs) Literally just... Tell us the tea. It's just brunches and, like, the nighttime shows. And sometimes, like, you know, every now and again, like, during Pride and special events, you'll get, like, a daytime show and all of that. But it's... I don't know. It's... It's still in the past, I feel. (laughs) Some... Sometimes. Um, But... I look at places like Louisville and like Lexington's expanding and especially like with fairness ordinance, with the fairness ordinance and, um, uh, a lot of, um, you know, places, um, things put in place that have been set in place for our community within these bigger cities, um, have really made it safer, but that's pretty much it. I don't really know. I mean, there are pageants that happen, but they're. Mm -hmm. They're not really,
0: you know. Every place different. i <laughs> am just keep my mouth <know>, shut. <laughs> um, what have been some of the best and worst parts about working in Kentucky? <laughs>
2: The best is a lot of people don't really know what drag is, so they think that any drag is great drag. <laughs> oh my girl, I'm not gonna lie. There have been a couple times where I like I've been in a pinch, and I'm just like, oh, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna go without tights. Oh god, oh never, not with the varicose veins. But anyway, um. You know, but then that's also the downfall, too, is there's not a lot of, um, you know, advocacy and um, light or um, how should I put exposure about drag because we are in the Bible Belt and mm-hmm. do not like um, anything cross or queer um so it's it's sometimes hard and then it's it's also hard being your genuine self and being like you know who you are and that also plays into like your drag career because then if you're not being able to be your genuine self you know 100% of the time in your regular life how are you going to be able to perform you know fully for others so
0: Have you, like, seen any sort of, like, backlash lately because of, like, there's been a lot from the right wing about, like, drag shows and children and all that?
2: Well, our our bar and another bar were vandalized um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and um, they had some really discriminating and hateful things uh, just spray painted all over it. And um, they caught the guy. And what is actually kind of like the silver lining of the situation is his public defender. Girl, she's a queen, honey. She is one of us, honey. <laughs> and um, flaming, flaming, homosexual. So it's amazing. Um, so, but it's also kind of scary too because you know you don't know what what the days hold. But also, I think about, like, you know, the clubs and, like, the shootings and um, all of that. And it's, like, it's not if it's going to happen, it's when. And I, I hate to think like that. But, you know, we have to be smart. And we have to be wise in our decisions and, you know, what we're we're doing. Um, and but we also cannot hide. That's another thing. Um, and uh, it has been hard, especially like where I am I do a lot of mental health work in my uh, day job as well. And part of that working with the LGBTQ plus youth and um, adults is bringing a drag show to rural communities and helping, you know, but we have already had um, Some, some backlash and Mm -hmm. some things, you know, and it's over little things like there was uh, somebody said, because it said, and I made the flyer. So if they want to say anything, they can come and talk to me. Coral Bundy, Jolie for the children in the back, the peanut gallery. (laughs) Um, But, you know, they'll say things like uh, about the children because it's open to all ages. Mm and um what was the other thing that they said um i don't know it was bigotry and it was um kind of sad in a way because they they weren't they're not educated and it was just ignorance but you know that's something that we're we're always on guard and we always have to be here but one thing that i will say is a lot of the queens here in kentucky are pretty strong i'm not going to lie we're all pretty resilient and strong and i feel
0: like you have to be when you know you're yeah. in a conservative area you know
2: exactly and especially in an area where um a, a lot of things get pushed under the rug and they are uh, made to make you feel like less and it's like no i don't care i am me i'm going to live for me and i'm going to be the genuine me the most genuine me i can be so
0: good
1: Damn, Caitlin, we're doing therapy today.
0: (laughs) I mean... We're we're talking about heavy subjects. I mean...
2: (laughs) all I'm saying is that's another reason why they call me the corny, horny camp counselor. (laughs) (laughs) Therapizing you and talking to you.
0: I mean, it kind of goes with your day job.
2: Yeah. What is it?
0: Uh, It kind of goes with your day job.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's so funny because like... (laughs) I uh, tell some of the girls, I'm like, dang, y'all are harder to work with than my clients. At least <laughs> listen, honey. Like, golly, y'all won't even listen. <laughs> won't oh. Listen Lordy.
0: Um, are there any Kentucky drag queens we should know more about?
2: Let's see here. There's a there's quite a few. I that, know. <laughs> right, that are, you know, really good. And that um, are very talented. There's well, my my drag sister, Natalia. Um, and of course Alistair, Alistair's one to watch. Um, let's see here. Of course, Miss Lily Lane, her drag mother's vanity, it uh, play Nashville. And she works with me at the uh, bar. Um Lord Hangout Rita, Rita Delanova, everybody knows her, but she's great. And I'm just I'm trying to think, and we've got a lot of a lot of um up and comers, a lot yeah. that a lot of people that are doing open stage for the first time that I'm seeing, and I'm really excited about that because I'm like finally like it's not all this sexy fun shit like you can be sexy and funny
0: because
2: mm. like, sexy is one thing but at least dance or something if you're gonna be sexy girl
0: male <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um mm-hmm. do you think anyone else from kentucky will like ever get on a drag race with or, or any of the real oh, i plan to
2: i plan to I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there I plan to I already have it in my head <laughs> I am um I know that me and Natalia are both um auditioning again this next year for uh drag race um I don't know about in Louisville if any of them are I think Melody Valentine should she's that she's one that you all need to she's exquisite Melody Valentine um uh Alistair I don't know I think that that one right there could be on Dracula in a heartbeat and I mean I'm I'm thinking she's auditioning but I'm not for sure I hope 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 she did or has because she totally should she's exquisite um I'm trying to think i really hope so honestly because the only person i mean india is like from right outside of what ashland and then, oh, i didn't uh, realize that uh monica beverly hills um mm. from- i'm trying to think who anybody else from kentucky i
0: don't think so
2: well <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that then. yeah that's we need some yeah <laughs> Maybe they should-
0: grace producers
2: like, listen, y'all try Connecticut this season. Can we uh, try Connecticut next season, girl? Well,
0: the funny thing about the Connecticut stuff is that almost all those girls were just New York girls. Yeah. <laughs> they're just from Connecticut. But, like, they don't uh, like to say that everyone's from New York every season.
2: So they may, uh, that makes Yeah,
0: sense. it makes much more sense when you know that. Okay,
2: Because, I mean, we were sitting there and I was like, girl, I've been to Connecticut a couple of times. I mean, and I don't think I, I okay.
0: Like the only one who I think the only ones I think who were like actual Connecticut queens were like Amethyst and Lucy, and that's it. <laughs> Everyone else is New York. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha.
2: Cause that's another thing too, is like trying to keep up with all the other queens out and about in the area. And and in in the state too.
0: Mm. Mm. There's so many. Too many.
1: <laughs> too many. Too many.
2: My always <laughs> says they're like cockroaches, honey. You step on one, and ten more pop up. Exactly.
1: That's
2: right.
1: <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I think we should take our last little break, and we'll get into our usual wrap-up. Bye,
0: kids. Bye. Wig, okay.
1: flying. And we're back. we're back.
0: Such a long break. Oh,
1: such a long break. Back rolls. <laughs> oh, nap.
0: back rolls.
1: Back rolls? When?
0: <laughs> you got rolls all over your back. <laughs>
1: it was disgusting, girl. I just... <laughs> back
0: rolls. <laughs> um... And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, so my question, we kind of ask what we usually ask in the um, this section, the last section, but which would you rather be on, Dragula or Drag Race? Because I feel like you could do either. Because I feel like you've done a lot of like horror stuff.
2: That is true. I honestly, I'd rather be on, I love Dragula, but I would rather be on Drag Race because it's always been a dream. And, and that's no shade towards Dragula at all. It's just drag race has been around longer and it's always something that I've always aspired to look up to and to be on, but that doesn't mean that I'm not, not (laughs) going to audition. What about? She was on both.
0: That's true. What about Camp Wanakiki?
2: Oh, honey. Now, listen, I would love, Lord, honey, if I could get on Camp Wanakiki, I would love to in a heartbeat in a motherfucking heartbeat.
1: I, I feel like you
0: could be the first Joe Lee to be on all three.
1: <laughs> there ah. you go. Oh my God. You're going to beat your mom. That. I would truly be a Kentucky girl. Um, Do you have any future projects you want to promote?
2: Well, uh, right now I am working with, you know, open doors counseling and we're doing a lot of the, the drag and the mental health advocacy. So I'm really excited about that. Um, we are also doing um, not only with the drag shows and bringing them to like rural towns in Kentucky um, and hopefully other, you know, States around. Um, but we're also implementing in a monthly, like kind of like workshop. And so like, um Last month for Valentine's Day, we did uh, love letters. So we wrote love letters to ourselves and um, we challenged ourselves to find the things within us, you know, that we absolutely love and to write about them. And then we collected them and um, our, you know, organization is going to mail them back valentine's day next year so you know if you don't have anyone to love it doesn't matter you 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 love yourself so you know and it's it's things like that and reminding you know people like in this month we're doing positivity pots for saint patrick's day like pots of gold you know you are the rainbow so where does the rainbow end with the gold and the gold are little little uh corn uh, corn (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: that you cut out of construction paper and you write uh, positive affirmations on there about yourself. And you know, it's just like showing people that you have to start to love yourself first before you can get out and you know, do anything else. Like I mean, RuPaul's exactly right. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you gonna love anybody else? And life is life is too short. And life is too meaningful to waste it. And if anyone has any opposition to that, please contact me because I would love to talk to you about that. Because I once thought that at one time. And uh, that's why I've made it my my journey to promote mental health and to also promote, you know, drag and art and being that that genuine you and living for you so there's that I would like to you know um let everyone know I also have a couple things coming up with some photo shoots and some new looks and I'm really excited I'm doing a couple how should I put this um A couple takes on some characters that people not norm, most, well, probably would not look at. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm going to include my, I say I have, I don't have drag children. I have pets, but I have um, two uh, drag. uh, Well, I have three drag children. Uh, Desiree Seduction, who is a diva. And then I have Shiloh Stones and uh, dino and they are both pups and male entertainers and oh. so be incorporating them into some of my some things because that's another thing that I want to you know bring up and promote is you know being open about like sexuality and like your kinks and bondage and like <laughs> kinks and bondage lord honey I'm higher than a cat back on the fourth of July but um you know, being able to have that, you know, fluidity and not make topics taboo. Hmm. Because I, I, I'm sick of it. Like I, uh, that's the one thing I have lived my entire life having to, like Elsa says, conceal, don't feel, and you know, I want to bring some of these things to the stage, and so you know, I. And I think, well, why not? Let's do it. So because um, I think it's time for people to start getting lucky in Kentucky. And, <laughs> you know, understanding that there is more to life than conservative Christian values.
0: That's right. Uh, <laughs> All right. This is my question. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what is the best advice you've been given about track? or you can give others about drugs.
2: The best advice I've been given this, and I also would like to give it, is to um, basically, I say the phrase, let them. And I always say it in my head, like, let them. Let everybody else, all of the other performers, all of your other coworkers, whoever you're working with, let them do what they're doing because you don't have time to focus on them. You need to focus on you and you need to focus on what you wanna do and you know your art. And it's like, the thing is, is people are going to repeat songs. People are going to repeat looks. People are going to repeat characters. But just like I I brought up earlier about Snatch Game, it's all about how you make it and how you put yourself and integrate yourself, your values, and what you want the audience to perceive in it. So, you know, just don't look at others as competition or as a jealous, like just don't get jealous or... I don't know like let them let them do what they are doing because girls don't pertain to you you enjoy go take you a shot get on that stage and enjoy yourself because that night is for you honey you are there for the people in that audience and your fans and you know that's that's the biggest thing Because I can tell I've let like there have been times where I've let people get to me and I've let situations, you know, get out of hand. And what has happened nine times out of ten, it's always turned into a really bad night. And um, I never end up making the amount of money I want to make. And I am very bad, uh, very mad at my performance. And it's all because, you know, I let them it to me, but let them do what they need to do, you know?
1: So. Eight.
0: That's good advice.
1: Yeah. Um, Caitlin, is it my turn?
0: Yeah. You're, like, about I'm to just... fall asleep. No, I'm sleepy. <laughs> Sorry. We've had a long day. <laughs>
1: um, Okay. Miss BJ for Nasty.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: Do you have a tantalizing tale, a uh, salacious tale, a a crazy nightlife story that sticks in your head that you want to share with the class? Um, something juicy, something wild. What do you have for us? Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, so... God. I'm about to... <laughs> Open the floodgates. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be. Now this is throwing shade at me as well, too. So, um, but there was one night, um, at play. Mother was in the back. I was not working that night. I was just there, out and about. Uh, it was during Christmas time, and I was just, you know, frolicking around the green pastures as I do with my beverages. And, um, Alyssa Edwards was there too, girl. So me and my drag sister, sorry, this is going to be really, really good. Me and my drag sister at the time, let's put it that way. She's Ooh. no, oh, we oh. had an excommunication, Ooh. <laughs> but we got into a really big argument and it was, God, it was awful, Honestly, I don't even remember what it was about. I did save the messages for a long time, but there was a reason why, and I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, But uh, we were in this huge fight, and she was working, but I wasn't. And so, like, that was problem number one. I probably should not have been back there. But, you know, of course, Miss Edwards Edwards is back there. Alyssa, girl, I had to get in. I had to see her. And so, you know, I'm back there tramping around and everything. Well, she says something horrendous. And, you know, I'm the corny camp counselor. I'm here to make peace. I'm nothing but Switzerland. I am good for men and chocolate only. I'm neutral. But let me tell you what, she had, girl, she got, she got the gal. She got her. She said something cross and I laid into her. And then I just started crying because of course, that's what I do. Like, when I get back into a corner, I hold everything in, and then I throw it all out, and then I throw up, and then I cry, and it's great. So, all of that has happened. Well, while this is going on, unbeknownst to me, Miss Edwards is right there watching the entire thing happen. And I, you know, I'm going, and she, all of a sudden I hear, <gasps> Oh, Miss Jade? Your daughters are out there a- fighting. <laughs> <And> I've never <laughs> seen a little woman come. Lord, my mother. Lord, she bolted out of that room so fast. And she's like, Corabelle, home now. And I was like, but I did And she was like, go home. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, fine. Well, what do I do? I'm a Jolie. Of course, I'm not going to go home. I go to my car. And I sit in my car and I'm texting the bitch like more thoughts. And I'm like, and guess what? I may have gotten kicked out, but guess what, bitch? I'm right out here and I don't give a fuck and blah, 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 blah. And everything like this. This is the best part, honey. <laughs> I'm sitting there in my little Jeep and it's pointed right at play, girl. All of a sudden, I see my mother. <laughs> She comes out on the smoker's patio. She points right at my jeep and points her arm out. (laughs) I mean, it was the straightest I have ever seen that little bony woman's, that little bony arm ever go. And she was like, home now. And she yelled it. And I was like. (laughs) Um, um she she managed her Ps and Q's for a while there.
1: <laughs> Miss J, your daughters are out there fighting. Oh fighting. <laughs> uh, fighting.
2: And Lord, honey, when I looked up and she was like, you know how she gets like I mean she was just in awe. And I was like, I mean, I, was, I don't know what I said. It was probably foolish. <laughs> It felt good, though. Good. <laughs> all that mattered, and I'm still in the family. Water on the duck's back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a fun night to be on. <laughs> yeah.
1: To, to be a fly on the road. Uh, yeah, the right.
0: All right, I guess that brings us to our last question. Yes. Um, where do you want to take your drag in the future?
2: Well, I would really like to, you know, go down the path of mental health advocacy with it as well. Um, one thing that I did in my break uh from drag is I went and I earned my master's. And I want to go back and um, get my doctorate. I'm going to apply again in the fall as well. Um, and I would love to be, you know, Dr. Coral Bundy Jolie, you know, and, and, you know, I, I want, would like to get my doctorate in clinical psychology and, you know, help bring to light some of these issues that go on with, you um, our community and um, also help uh, shed light on, you know, being a drag queen in a professional setting. So um, there's that. And I also would like, like, I still want to get on Drag Race. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm still going to push and still going to uh, continue to Come up with new things, and um, I'm going to get on there. I don't know when. It might be like 42, and I might be like in a wheelchair, but hey, I'll be there. <laughs> so,
0: well, they should catch you.
1: Yes. I agreed. Um, well, thank you so much, Babe, for joining us. Thank it's you. a pleasure talking to you.
2: Thank uh, you all so much, and thank uh, you all. Like this is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, reach out anytime. Anytime.
1: Um, where can the kids find you online? Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Corabel B J.
2: Everywhere. Everywhere. Corabel BJ. B J C O R A B E L L E B J. Everywhere. <laughs>
0: And that's Beautiful. southern
2: bell, like a southern bell, not like a bell. Bell.
0: <laughs> like Beauty and the Beast Bell. Oh, yeah,
2: like Beauty and the Beast Bell.
0: With an E.
2: With an E. Yep. Always
1: <laughs> difficult for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again, babe. It's been a pleasure. Um, I was Martyr...
0: I was see Tepper
1: and this was
0: Woo! wicked all